Hey, Mary Lane, welcome on to Talking Catholic. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. Thank you so much for calling and doing this. Yeah. So when Father Alban, he made that video talking about the, um, you know, why it's important to know and to love and to serve God and the consequences of society not loving and serving God. One of those consequences that we don't seem to take our, our faith into the ballot booth with us. And so, man, as you know, that video just garnered so much attention throughout the world. Yeah. And even on my response video I made for him, a lot of it was interesting that a lot of Catholics were responding. They were saying, man, God bless his bishop. Because I think there was, there was the idea that he had support and the backing of the bishop. And so a lot of us were surprised a little while after that, that he, you know, um, his Excellency Bishop Callahan seemed to succumb to some pressure and, you know, come down on Father Altman and censor him and not allow him to do live streams of the masses anymore. So, and I know you, I know you're going to talk about this. You guys had a rally, a, a prayer rally for yes. uh, Father Altman on, on Sunday. And when I posted that on my Facebook and on, on YouTube, man, Catholics throughout the world, Mary, they were saying, man, we can't be there. But, you know, we're praying people from Asia, Europe, South America, Africa, throughout the world. That's I mean, beautiful. the world is like so interested in what's going on. I know Dr. Taylor Marshall, he spoke personally to Father Altman on his podcast. But I want to speak to you because I think it's important for us to hear from a laity because you guys have your boots on the ground and you're most affected by this. So that's why I wanted to talk to you. So tell us a little bit about your role in, 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 in rallying the support and defending uh, Father Allman there in your parish and diocese? Well, the rosary rally kind of came about by some parishioners having the discussion of, you know, what do you do when you're faced with persecution? And the answer came, you turn to Mary. You mm -hmm. uh, ask our Blessed Mother. And that was kind of the start of it. And there were <clears throat> many parishioners involved. Um, but really, I, I give all the credit to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And there were people from all, of course, all across Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, but really all across the nation. There were uh, about 689 people that were there. And it was an extremely moving experience to see so many people all coming together asking for our Blessed Mother's help in something that there's only so much that as the laity that we can do. We as the laity uh, really appreciate Father Altman's gifts. We appreciate his clarity. We appreciate the truths and being taught that. I think during this whole COVID epidemic, uh, with so many churches being closed and people not being able to receive the sacraments, but also not being able to be fed when we see all kinds of other things going on around in the world. People are really hungry to be taught, and Father Altman does that. He does a great job, and the laity, the people appreciate that, and we support that. It's kind of like a child. You know, he calls us dear family. He calls us dear family all the time. And you think about the relationship between a father and a child and how those children are very protective oftentimes 
of their loving father. And mm -hmm. that's how I think his flock here locally, but also nationally, internationally, have been, have become very protective of their father. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. I like how you put all that together with um, the Blessed Mother Mary um, and, and, um, and how the laity have been defending their father. That, that's, man, that's, that's an awesome thing to hear. And, but how, how's, how's the parish, how have you guys been affected by all these offense after um, His Excellency, you know, he, he, he put out that letter. How have you guys been affected um, by all that? Well, um, maybe I should just give briefly. So the sermons were initially started because uh, not everyone was able to come to Mass because of restrictions. And so this was started for the parishioners to be able to um, virtually hear the Mass. Since these restrictions have been placed uh, by the bishop, that has a dramatic effect on the parishioners who aren't able to come for various health reasons or for age that they have not been able to be to come back. So in that regard, that's a negative that that is not something that we want to see because we definitely want to support all of those people we need to feed them in some way um, but it has also drawn the people together so that's a very a positive we have the parish that really have rallied together it really has drawn people together to say hey we need to pray we need to support him we need to um, be behind him in any way that we can and what has been really amazing is the people that come from out of the area to come to mass um, and their expression of gratitude but also their expression of need that they really want to see this live stream come back that there is this great need being expressed by people to say, hey, can't we work this out? We need this. We want this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the liturgical rite that you guys are, that Father Alman is offering there, is it the traditional Latin rite or is it Novus Order rite at Orientum? Um, we do both. Oh, okay. So we, we have both at our church. Okay, okay. Um, so you're talking about how the whole live stream began because of the, um, the response to the, um, coronavirus and, but knowing, but you guys were always used, you guys were always used to this. I mean, a lot of us are just now, we, we started hearing this because the masses were being live streamed because of the reason that you said, you guys were used to, um, Father um, speaking boldly and proclaiming the truth of the faith. You guys were getting fed like this all along. So when this, when the whole live stream began and his masses started going around the world, did you guys kind of expect that he would get some um, unwanted attention? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know, 
I, I think that's just like a real life thing. You think about how each of us, God has given our, our personality. We, we each have our own temperament and we're drawn to people um, and we're turned away from certain people. We, we can't handle certain people, let's say. So Father Altman's way of teaching is going to draw certain people in, but of course it's going to have some people who uh, don't want to hear that message in that way. He speaks the truth. He, he speaks it boldly, but just as in our everyday life, in our friendships, there's ways of saying things that rub certain people the wrong way, and there's ways of saying things that, although it, it rubs one person the wrong way, the other person will be like, yeah, I totally get that. I agree with that. I'm there. Yeah. So with Father Altman's homily, did we expect that there would be people that would not appreciate it? Yeah, of course. There, that's, I think, just uh, real life, especially when you look around our nation and you see the division that's there. You see the extremes like uh, never in my lifetime that I have seen. It, I think that's a reaction that's natural because people, um, so many people aren't accustomed to having a discussion, a true dialogue. Even if, if uh, somebody doesn't agree with points of view, to have a dialogue in a way that's productive. We see so much in our culture right now where if I don't agree with you, I'm gonna turn violent. I'm gonna to say vile things and somehow that's gonna make it right and it's gonna do some good and that doesn't work. But it's not shocking because what we've seen over the last five, six months, that that's what we're seeing all around us. Man. So it shouldn't surprise us when it happens on something as and as important as this, but it doesn't change the truth. Yeah, yeah. I like how you say that you contextualize what just happened to Father Altman, and it's it's not um, an anomaly compared to what's been going on in the world. This whole cancel culture and everything like that. So yeah, that's that's a beautiful point. Thanks, Mary Lane, for that. Um, so you talked a little bit about the rally this last Sunday on September thirteenth. Um, what else do you guys have? Do you guys have anything else planned to keep supporting and defending uh, Father Altman? Well, we have the we have people that are always praying for him at all times. But as far as large things that are coming up, not at this time. I think this is going to be a a week to wait and wait and see and. Um, let the Blessed Virgin take take control of this at this point. But Father Father Altman has a beautiful support network. He has a lot of people praying from all over the world, but also um, within our parish too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So outside your, your parish community, people like me and people like everyone in the world, throughout the world, um, we're going to continue praying. Hope we do, um, and I encourage everybody who's listening to you know keep keep doing that. Um, but 
with prayers, what actions do you, um, you know, you recommend for us? What more can we, can we do? Is there anything? Well, I think it's important that we all take this home. We take this home to our, our, our parishes. We take this home, um, to our own parish families. Maybe that means that someone is going to feel called to hold a rosary rally where they are. Maybe it's going to be a time where people spend some time praying, asking the Blessed Virgin, how how would you like me to be your instrument? How would you like me to serve better? And maybe that means within their own parish, praying for their priest. And um, I think it's really important to strengthen our communities, our, our parish priest and our parish communities. And gosh, if that, if that went worldwide, that would be beautiful because really that's what we want. Mm. Uh, but physically how to help the, um, the parish um, outside of prayer, I, you know, that's a, that's a tough question. I know that it's been asked in other avenues and what, as well, and a lot is going to depend on what we see happen. Um, if if Father is going to need support in other ways um, to defend him, then we'll know more about that in the week or weeks to come. But at this time, I think the most powerful thing is going to be the intercession of our Blessed Mother. I think that that is, people need to really believe in that. You know, people really need to recognize the power of their prayers and, and to take that home too, to their parish priest. And to remember that, hey, you know, even if I don't necessarily um, agree with what's going on here at home, let's strengthen that priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary Lane, thank you for coming on Talking Catholic, and we thank appreciate so everything that you guys are doing there, your community there is doing there, and um, like I said, we're going to keep you in prayer, and if, um, um, we're going to continue to pray the rosary and ask for the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary that she intercede, as you said, and this is going to turn out however God intends it to turn out, and it's going to be for our good either way, and but if anything changes, um, I hope to have you back on to update us again, okay? Yes, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Blessings and shalom. Fool me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs>